I'm Kate Daniels. We live in a world where it's important to put our best selves forward, and to do so, we need some guidance and support. And we're going to discover what that is as we meet Antonia Bowering, a top New York City executive coach. She's across the country, but we can benefit from her experience and work through her new book, Coach Yourself, Become the Best Version of Yourself Using Practical Frameworks. This book is the ideal roadmap guiding us on our own personal journey, getting insights into our own true self and bringing these gifts into the world. So let's meet Antonia and learn more. Antonia Bowering, good morning and thank you so greatly for being with us today. I'm so happy to be here, Kate. Thanks for having me. Oh, I am so grateful because I feel that the work that you're doing can help each of us to... Individually. Now, I know that you are an executive coach, but you have this new book that we have uh, available to us, Coach Yourself. So, is this about us taking these concepts and working on ourselves? Every individual, this is not about being in the executive suite necessarily. Yeah. Uh, so every time you ask me a question, I won't say, great question, Kate, because <laughs> okay. they're all going to be great. So I'll just answer them. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are right. So executive coaching and, and you know, the growth in coaching, I, I should know the stats off the top of my head, but it's been unbelievably explosive. And executive coaching is expensive. And, you know, we can talk dollars if you want. But what I wanted to do with this book is say, hey, I've done this for 10 years. There's about a dozen frameworks I use over and over and over again. Let me share them for the price of a book so that anyone who's motivated can use them to grow and thrive. Which is perfect because we're not all going to be in the executive suite, but yet we have a passion to be the best that we can be. And but as you say, a coach is going to is really instrumental here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I uh, gave a keynote recently, and I said to these, it was young women sort of embarking on their careers. I think there's three things you want in your career trajectory from others or other people. You want a coach at times, you want a mentor at times, and you want a sponsor probably all the time. And they're different roles, but a coach is key at different pivot points. And, but not everyone can afford that. And so now there's more online coaching. That's a good thing. And there are some good books. I will include mine in that, that can really help you along that journey. When I gave this keynote, I mentioned a coach, mentor, and a sponsor. And you need all three, not necessarily at the same time, but at different pivot points in your career. And I wish someone had told me that in my mid-20s. But um, so I'm one of those three and, and also mentor a number of, of, of young women. But primarily, I fall into the coach role. I love mentoring. And so that's a, an aside because we're certainly focusing on coaching. Um, yeah. Do you coach and mentor perhaps for the same person? 
you know, uh, that actually is an interesting way of thinking about it. So in the purest sense of coaching, the coach is not there to give you answers. The coach is there to help you elicit your own answers. Because I don't know if you should stay in a job, leave a job, uh, vie for a promotion, uh, stay lateral for a while while your kids are growing. I, I don't know what's right for you. Mm -hmm. So it's really about helping you through a process of coming to your own answers, right? Right. Although I will say, and, and what a mentor does is a mentor is giving you advice and perspective based on their journey. That's what they're doing, essentially. So I would say after a decade coaching, I definitely sometimes wear an advisor. I wouldn't call it mentor. I would call it more I wear an advisor hat from time to time. Mm. And I'm also very clear with my clients when I'm putting that hat on and ask their permission to put it on. Oh, this is so illuminating. To uh, There are subtle yet very distinct differences that uh, I think really show us what we could use what we could gain from in terms of our career paths. And so thank you, Antonia, for, for really clarifying that for us. I think that's sure. so helpful. So in in the coaching realm then, um mm. and and looking at us at this how you the book is wonderful then that we can have a book and work through this ourselves. And you do touch on what I think is so important now because we're really paying more attention to neurodiversity and and what that means in our lives in our world because at one time I think there was more of a well one size fits all but no mm. now we are really recognizing individuals and their differences right yeah we are and yes. and so yes. you're helping guide us through this as well yes so this book is not specifically about neurodiversity. Um, that's my next book. My next book is about ADHD. I have an adult, late adult diagnosis of it. And that in a lot of ways changed my life and, and to a certain degree changed the focus of my coaching. Um, but the book is very helpful for folks who are neurodiverse. And, and I want to be very clear, you know, it's a big world neurodiversity. And I am most familiar both as a lived experience and in terms of my clients and my research with ADHD. So, uh, you know, other aspects of neurodiversity, I think there are links and commonalities, but there are also differences. So I want to be very careful that, you know, talking about what I know. But the book is helpful. First, there's a chapter just for my for folks who either have ADHD, a diagnosis, or think they have it, a whole chapter just for them. Some of my case studies throughout it are examples of clients I've worked with who are who have ADHD. And I think in general, frameworks are super helpful for folks who are neurodiverse because it helps in a way lighten their cognitive load. 
And what I mean by that is when when we are in an emotionally charged situation or, you know, the amygdala fires, executive functioning kind of goes out the window for a minute, the prefrontal cortex. And, you know, you're kind of in in fight or flight or 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 just standing still and frameworks give you something to fall back on. They go, ah, okay. Yeah, this is a really hard conversation, but oh, I know the four steps of the coin framework. Let me implement those in this critical conversation. Or, or oh God, where's this meeting going? Oh, let me think about the conversation funnel. And it's almost like a checklist or a recipe or scaffolding to just make it easier to be on track for your agenda, your motivations, and not get discombobulated and off track. I can feel that that would make a difference probably for most of us that we don't even have, right, to be able to do that. Because I can, um, so I could have a diagnosis perhaps, but I'm I'm not aware of that. But I I can relate to being in a meeting and, and having that kind of thought what is being said? Where are we going with this? And being able to have strategies to really be able to put it in context and, and really gain something from it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so that you have basically is what, like a subtitle on the book where it's increase awareness and change behavior to thrive. So I, this is part of increasing that awareness. Right. And So what I like to say is awareness is profoundly important, but the rubber hits the road with behavior because I don't know what's going on in your head with your increased awareness. I can only see how that awareness manifests, right? Uh, When you have more awareness, does that mean maybe you listen better? Does that mean as a boss, you sit back and let others talk first? So it's taking that awareness and then doing something with it that the rest of the world can see or hear or or feel. And so with the book, though, when we do get it in hand, mm-hmm. we will be able to follow these strategies and incorporate that into our own life, regardless of, you know, whether what our work is and where we're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, hundred percent. And the way I organized the book was uh, there's the first section, you know, after the introduction is kind of about how do you get going? Here's three frameworks to get going. And I'll, I'll talk about one in a second. Um, I start every engagement the same way with a values exercise. So, and there's a couple of other frameworks in there. And then the next section is on communication because in every every coaching engagement, there's some aspect of communication breakdown or need for improvement or, and so, I talk about sort of the basics of good communication and then give a few um, three frameworks about communication. And then 
the next section is about managing and teams. And, you know, you can read it as a manager or you can read it as someone who is managed. Same thing, someone who runs a team or is a team member. And then the last section is about habits. It's kind of saying, okay, you've read the book. Uh, how do you make it stick? What do you do to make, how do you, how do you create habits? And um, I, I like to say, you know, my dream would be that this book, it sits on everyone's bookcase and you go, oh, wow, I have like a really tough conversation coming up. Oh, yeah, let me pull Antonia's book down because I know there's a really good framework there. Or, wow, my team is like not gelling. Let me look at her book. What like what's that framework she had that's so good about, you know, strengthening a powerful team? That would kind of be my dream. Well, I hope your dream comes true. And, you know, you're you're welcome. But, you know, when you think really in terms of what life the reality is right now with the whole employment situation for managers and team members, just the whole thing, we're needing that education. We're needing a framework. We're needing to learn something because I don't know if it was the pandemic. It probably was kind of happening and then it got exacerbated. We need something to really create a better working system in our society. And it feels like this could be the solution, as you say, reaching for this manual, this book to be our guide. I like I like the way you framed that, pun intended, because... <laughs> What we don't have today that, if I may say, I think probably Kate, you and I had, was we were surrounded by people all the time and we were picking things up and we were observing and we were seeing what worked and didn't work in a sort of organic way. And the workplace has lost some of that organic nature and we need reminders. We need really clear, simple best practices laid out so that we can read them over and over because it, osmosis isn't how we're going to learn things as much today, given remote work, you know, hybrid work, and completely, you know, virtual work today. Yes. And and this, as you were listing out the the different sections of the book, and you know what can I do as the team leader? What can I do as a team member? There are typically you're going to have a lot more team members than the leader. And here, uh, even if we are in our workplaces with others we can see where we might not really be picking up, but we want to be good. And here, I think this, literally coaching, comes in the form of a book. We can learn that and incorporate it into whatever work it is we're doing, right? Amen. Yeah. 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 There, there it is, having it on the shelf. 
Uh, yeah, it sounds really so powerful. And may, when you say that um, about the book being on everyone's shelf, that would be it when we are having remote situations. But I could see that with just within any company and wanting to to strengthen who they are and what they have to offer and and really build people up. Yes, yes. And you want to know something funny? Um, while we're talking about the work world, and I wrote it mm. from that perspective, um, I'm doing a workshop for parents at a school in how to use these frameworks with their children. Oh. Yeah. Is that uh, junior or like middle school, senior? It's actually, it's going to be middle and high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, I think uh, I've been thinking about it. I know where I'm going to I'm probably going to focus on the communication frameworks because I use them with my uh, sons all the time, all the time. And you can see the value and they see the value, even if they're not necessarily understanding that that's what's going on. Or do they? Uh, they. They see the value and they call me on things. Uh And, uh, you know, the other thing, um, this is why these conversations are so great, because I also look at things from a slightly different angle. The other thing that is beautiful about a framework, right, is it's not only, oh, how do I use this framework to have a better encounter, meeting, trend, you know, um, transaction with someone, you can also use a good framework as a diagnostic tool. So sometimes I use these frameworks myself to think about, huh, what could I have done differently? Or if I think about that framework, how did I do there? And use it as a learning tool after the fact. So great on all accounts. Because we should have that, you know, reevaluate or evaluating what we had just done, regardless of was it at home or in the workplace. Yes, that's really wonderful. And I love having that used in the schools because part of it being that I I feel school needs to be a place of really um, learning, education that really makes sense, that we can see the value right right now in our life. And sometimes, you know, now that reading, writing, and arithmetic isn't so important, it is. But life skills, this is the communication is life skills. Yeah. And also, what are all these uh, kids going to do when they they go into the work world? They're going to be collaborating. They're Mm -hmm. going to be on teams and still, you know, how to think about team success, team dynamics, team cohesion is, is, you know, often you're put on team projects, but it's a skill to be a good team member. You're not born that way. I mean, you learn those skills and we could do a better job there too. Yes, exactly. That. It, this feels so exciting because there's such a need for this. And, and again, you know, when we have perhaps hybrid situations, e- even more so, 
is is that needed yeah. so we can know how to adapt in in each different space and and make the best of ourselves yeah. you know be the best self we can be yeah right yeah oh yeah. oh that is so exciting and so have you started this with the schools i am doing a workshop in october yeah after the book is out yeah everything sort of ramps up then yeah uh, very, very exciting. So the book then, well, let, actually, let's take a moment and mention your website because you can even order the book right now uh, through the oh, website. Yeah, yes. Can. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can, two ways to order it. You can go to my website, which is pretty simple, ab-strategies.com, or you can go to our friend Amazon. And just search for Antonia Bowring, B-O-W-R-I-N-G, and coach yourself. And the book will pop up. You can pre-order it. And my my great wish would be that anyone who pre-orders it or, or buys it writes a review because Amazon's algorithmic beast loves <laughs> reviews and and then treats me well and moves me up in the search function and does all kinds of things. So reviews are really important. Well noted. Yeah, that's yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So either way you can um, link through my website. Uh, there's a page for the book or go right to Amazon. Excellent. So this book, as we've been talking about is such an invaluable resource Really, throughout our entire life, it's for our work life, it's our home life, and and it's going to help our children, you know, from a younger age. Because, of course, you're doing it in a school setting, but if we're practicing this as parents, you know, our our young ones are just, you know, learning it from the get go, which is so ideal. So ideal. Yeah. 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 I I think if. If I was going to say, what is the most universally relevant thing in this book? I would say it is the very first exercise in the very first section of content, you know, after the intro, which is do a values inventory. Mm. Because I think, number one, our values do shift in life. And I think... You know, we talk about North Stars, we talk about goals, we talk about intentions. Well, I don't know how you have any of that if you don't know your values. And to me, every client I have, I really encourage them to be able to not only articulate their values, and by values, like five is your max, right? That's about all we can handle. And not only articulate them, but activate them like how are you activating your values every day and they're not just lofty things you think about once in a while how am i activating them every day and living into them that's the i think the most universal exercise uh in the book i really appreciate that because isn't there a some great quote about a life and uh, uh, let's see an unevaluated life is not worth living a life not lived yeah 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 i'm uh 
something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere along those lines. But the, t- the thing being that we need to take time to really do that self-check-in. We, yeah. Valuable to be doing it on a regular basis. But if we've not done it, then you get us started right there and make that inventory. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, I just opened the book to read the quote that is the four values framework. Knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. Aristotle. So, yeah, that's what you know yourself if you know your values. And it makes sense. They do change, of course. And you hope they they change, you know, as we mature. We have different things that make a difference. And, um, you know, I I thought I was a great person in my life in my 20s, but here I am and I think, yeah, that was great. But, you know, I really appreciate who I am now. But we need to, I think, really think about these things that take that time for self-evaluation. Yeah. Or even just like one of my core values is in service of and... In when I was younger, I worked internationally in microfinance. That was kind of career number one. And I was in service of, you know, legal rights of women, financial rights of women, uh, primarily women with few resources. Now I am in service of helping people live into their purpose and develop their potential. So it's changed. It's like almost the canvas. I paint on is different now, but there it's still the value of being in service of, but it manifests somewhat differently. Yes. Yes, but that that core value certainly exists very yeah. strongly. I can I can see that yeah. from what you've shared yeah. here. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that that is so beautiful. And this is each of us as individuals. We we have this, but to really be thinking about it rather than just kind of floating along and being buffeted by the storms of life. You know what? That I think is another uh, super, super fundamental key message. And, you know, I, I'm very conscious that some people uh, can take it to a toxic degree. But to me, we can make change in our own lives. We have that agency. We have that possibility. And that is a core message of the book. We can't control what hits us. We can't control the context or the environment. But we can control our response. I, I do believe that. I, I do. Be- we control our minds. No one else does. Not yet. <laughs> yes. And you have to be careful. But I do believe that firmly. It. It's what gives possibility, right, mm-hmm. to life. Yes, yes. And that's where it feels so, there's that philosophical aspect of it, which, of course, is is who we are when we, you know, t- want to delve inside and, and do that self-evaluation is, is to find that. And as you've shared with us, the book has these quotes that stimulate our thinking along those lines as well. I This is truly wonderful, beyond what I would have imagined, Antonia, in terms oh. of, of what this book 
is and can mean to us and its its value, you know, across, you know, so many different dimensions here, uh, family and home, but, you know, our work life is, as well. So, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, we can become so much uh, more engaged and powerful and fulfill our purpose. Yeah. Yeah. We can. Can I read you my favorite quote? Yes. I'd never heard this one. Uh, it's. Let me just find it. It's right at the beginning of the book. I should know it off by heart. This is my favorite. I merely took the energy it takes to pout and wrote some blues. Duke Ellington. <laughs> I love that. Yes, that is beautiful. And there it is. Yes. The power to change. Oh, well, you are a powerful woman, and I so appreciate who you are and what you are doing and really encourage people to visit your website. Let's mention that one more time. Thank you. AB-strategies.com. Thank you. Yes, it's all there. Everything you need to know. Uh, you can contact me through it, too. I'd love to hear from anyone who has comments or thoughts about the book. That's how I grow, too. Wonderful. Coach yourself. That's what we are discussing. And Antonia Bowering, you are really just so inspiring here and inviting us, but challenging us as well to be all of who we can be. So thank you so greatly for your work and for spending time with us this morning. Oh, Kate, thank you. It's been a real pleasure.